So today I'm going to be talking about two demand shifts in a supply shift that allow Trader Joe's to keep being successful and to keep offering their products at low prices. The first shift I'm going to talk about will be a supply shift, and it will be that Trader Joe's has a very low input cost. But Trader Joe's, they only have, say, 3,000 stock-keeping units in a typical Trader Joe's, or 4,000 at most, in one of their larger stores. Roughly 80% of their products are private label items. This is an example from the Freakonomics podcast on Trader Joe's of having a low input cost so they have the less expensive brands and they have less overall brands which means their overall input cost is low which means that they that they have an increased ability to supply and that they can keep their products at whatever cost they want the next shift i'm going to talk about is the demand shift of income So the income of the people buying the products from Trader Joe's. The Trader Joe's stores today are located in counties with higher household median income than any other grocery chain. This connection's pretty obvious. If you set up shop in the more expensive areas, people are more likely to spend their money on your stuff because they have more money to spend. The final shift I'm going to talk about is the demand shift of tastes and preferences. Trader Joe's reportedly puts a great deal of effort into scouting, sourcing, and producing food that their customers truly love, but they also pay a lot of attention to package design and descriptive salesmanship. They publish an old-fashioned newsprint bulletin, the Fearless Flyer, with in-depth descriptions of new products. Trader Joe's uses tastes and preferences of other people for them to figure out what's popular in their store. And then they expand upon that by also promoting their own products within the store through the use of the Fearless Flyer Bulletin and through the use of their packaging, which is more likely to make people want to buy their products if it looks better and is more promoted. To wrap it all up, Trader Joe's is able to be successful because of these demand shifts and this supply shift, the taste and preferences and income, and uh, low input cost. So, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and have a great day.